Hi, this is Gene. Yes, this is a podcast and a vodcast. There are some episodes you'll enjoy a lot more if you watch them. Like this one, for example. There's going to be lots of cool things to see. So take it from me. You can listen or you can hop over to the vodcast and watch. I'll be your best friend if you do. Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs> listen, Billy, every time we're together, yes, it's like being reborn. Oh. Well, you know... Uh... And, you know, every time I see you, it's like uh, it's like Christmas morn all over again. Wow. So the, the times you know how I, I feel with you that I get a little chill, like a first kiss with a girl really? I've had a crush on for years. <laughs> well, that's you need to speak to someone about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's talk about what's coming. What's happening? Come on. Okay. Well, sure. It's because we, unfortunately, folks, we apologize. We started a little late. We had a few little things on our end, but we're all good. We're just getting this thing going. Next week, it'll be even worse. So hang in there (laughs) with us and uh, it'll be awesome. Next week, you just won't see us. You'll just hear us. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is is great. We're having fun. Uh, So we should mention we have our Good friend Tom Bergeron coming up as our first guest, right? Yep. In a few. Uh, We're yep. going to follow that up with uh, our good friends from way back when, Bob Schooley and Mark McCorkle, who are renowned producers and uh, writers for animated uh, television shows, movies. They've written a book together. Um, they created Kim Possible. They work. Uh, oh, my gosh. So producers. many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God! So many great, Hercules and uh, uh, God, Aladdin, the series Aladdin. Now they're on Big Hero Six. That's a new series of theirs that they've been doing. So they're amazing. I can't believe we actually know them. <laughs> uh, maybe they've forgotten us, so we'll have to ask them a few questions we'll remind, about the past. Yeah, we'll remind them a little bit. Yeah. Here's the phone number if you want to call in. In the U.S., it is eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. That is 888-627-6008. Internationally, 323-744-4831. And, you know, uh, I, just wanted to, I, just, I wanted to mention something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but so last night I made uh, like a homemade mac and cheese, right? right? With bacon. I know you don't eat meat, but with bacon. Right. And I had mozzarella cheese and I like different cheeses. And then today I went to wash the pot and I learned something. Don't try and wash a pot with cheese in it with hot water. You know why? Well, it just keeps going. It just keeps going. It's just more cheese. If you use cold (laughs) water, it solidifies the cheese and then it comes out easier. And then you can wash it with hot. I just thought maybe people would be interested. The next time you're making a cheesy thing, don't wash your pot with hot water first. You know what that kind of reminds me of? What? I was in storage yesterday yeah. and I found this. <laughs> oh my God. Quickly tell that because we've got to bring Tom on. Right. Well, this is an old 
uh, stomach distress bag, the, the <laughs> reminded me of this vomit distress bag from the movie Mark of the Devil back in the early 70s. Um, we'll tell you that story a little later in the show, but I wanted to show you what I found. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Guest. Well, let's right, do it. Well, let's bring him. He's waiting. We'll bring him Tom Terrific, greatest hero ever. Here he Tom comes. Is the name for me because I'm so clever. I can be what oh, I want Tom. to be. And oh, Tom. Come on, Tom. There hey. he is. Hey. Did you hear your theme music? I didn't hear theme music. Not at all. No. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. Don. Right. Oh, Don. Please do it again, would you? Don. Don's going to bring it on. Come on, Don. Get Tom Terrific, greatest hero ever. Terrific is the name for me, cause I'm so clever. I can be what I want to be, and if you'd like to see, follow, follow me. Ah, Tom. Wow, that's good. I like that. I'm going to use that forever. You know that? Do you know that at all? Have you familiar with that? It's top from Tom Terrific? An old cartoon. It was an oh, old. Oh yeah, one. I remember Tom. Terrific. Oh, you know it. Okay. And his, well, and his mighty dog Manfred. That's exactly. right. You are Tom Terrific, as far as I'm concerned. I have an animation cell from that from that cartoon, by the way. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. cool. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You look good. Bir birds are nesting in my hair now, but other than that, <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh uh, well, I hope they're friendly and they lay eggs or something. You know, you gotta. Yeah. You don't have to have things delivered all the time. You no, that's right. You just reach up, crack one, open it. There you go. How are you guys holding up? We're good. Doing well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're that. separate, but we're good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's better that way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I, you know, hey, I oughta. Um, no, I guess, you know, I think people are going to, I just want to maybe start with a question that I think a lot of people are curious about, at least Muppet folks and fans and so you know we've done a lot of muppet things together absolutely years, right and i was trying to count and i i don't know i think it was seven or eight different who knows collaborations yeah. um but is there you know is there something and i know people follow you there's a whole wiki muppet wiki page about you and the muppets oh is there okay. oh yeah um, uh, but, uh, is there something, you know, was there a particular thing that we've done together, the, the Muppets and you that you, you know, as a favorite thing and maybe also, you know, what's the, what's the kind of oddest thing about working with the Muppets? Is there something, you know, that people don't realize from a, a human's perspective, what that's Yeah. Like? Well, I'll start with that. The, the yeah. oddest thing, and I've said this to a number of people is that, you guys infuse the Muppets with such personalities that I always forget the humans are still there. Great, you know what I good. mean? That, uh, <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I'm talking to Piggy or Kermit or, or any, any one of you guys as Muppets, I yeah. forget that the, you know, there's a danger I could step on a human. Um, <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite memory is of doing the overnight of the muscular dystrophy telethon. Oh man! And yeah. in Vegas, and yeah. and you know we'd be seconds from air, and we'd be just shooting ideas at each other, and then we'd be on live, <laughs> and we'd we'd do it. I, were you there the, the night? It, of course, it's like three in the morning. It's like a Fellini wet dream. I was uh, always there. Yeah. Well, there was a Bob the Spoon played yes. Flight of the Bumblebee on spoons of different sizes. And so then the camera came to me and I figured, well, we're on live television. 
So I said, so I'm listening to Bob the Spoon, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what the fork was that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I um I just remember the first the very first year that we did something with Jerry, they gave us a script of the you know the the eleven to five a.m. time, yeah. and it had where we were supposed to be and the lines and you know the, the different script and stuff. The year we did it with you, which I think was the second time we did it, maybe maybe the third, but I think the second time, it was this thick, and it just said Muppets improvise. Yeah, everywhere yeah. there was nothing. Yeah. So that's so you and, and we just improvised it everything. Was the best. It was the best. Yeah. Did you have a preference with Pepe versus Johnny Fiamma? I like Johnny. I, I mean, Pepe is great, but Johnny, you can really riff with Johnny. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's such a good singer. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, um, I was watching some interviews uh, with you over the course of the week. Because, um, frankly, uh, you know, before last Sunday, I had no idea who you were. So I did lots of research. <laughs> hey, Bill, who's he? <laughs> he no, just, no, no, he no, just showed up. It's a, it's a Zoom chat. He just showed up somehow. I, no, I've been following you since the, going through the minor leagues and up through your World oh, Series thank and you. everything. So I came across a special interest of yours. And I think out of all the things that you've achieved, your proudest must be interviewing Mo and Larry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, interestingly, I am where I'm uh, at the house here in Calabasas, not far away from where Larry was living at the oh. Motion Picture Television Fund facility oh, in wow. Woodland Hills. So wow. there's a certain, uh, almost a, a synergy about about all this. I was 16 years old. And, can I can I just uh, just interject one quick thing? I just want to make sure. sure for those youngsters out there that we're talking about the f Incredible Three Stooges. Yes, Mo and Larry right. Fine. Yes, right. And and uh, they were back when would this be like 71 or 72. Uh, Mo and Larry were still alive. I was you know growing up uh, in high school in Haverhill, Massachusetts, and I cold called. Uh, information in LA and got the number for a Larry Fine that turned out to not to be not that Larry Fine, but the woman who answered the phone said, "Oh, we get these calls occasionally. I know where he is." Wow! So she gave me the number of the motion picture uh, country home in Woodland Hills. I about a half hour later, I'm talking to Larry, and I swear to God, during the the, the chat, he goes. You want Mo's number? <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me Mo's home phone number. So then I called. Now I'm 16 years old and I'm kind of nervous, you know. But oh my God. Called Mo's house. Mo comes to the phone after his wife gets him. And he was not happy <laughs> initially. Really? He went, Who gave you this number? And I said, Larry did. And he, as I remember it, he paused and just went, Larry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was Larry all the time. Lame brain. <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I you listened know, to the interviews. Okay, I listened to the interviews you did. You don't sound like a 16-year-old at all. Your voice was really mature and developed at that point. Yeah, I actually sound older then, I think, than I do now. <laughs> I, and partly because I was trying to... Uh, achieve a certain level of gravitas so that they would know that I was, you know, a serious fan and I knew their work and I wasn't just, hey, hi, are you really Mo? You know, <laughs> that, we had a, I remember there was one question which when 
we turned those interviews that I could find into a special with Howard Stern. Um, there was one question I asked. I don't even know how I thought to ask it. I said to Mo, would you call what you do slapstick or farce? And Mo seized on that. He said, what we do is pure farce. And I wow. felt pretty good. I don't know why, but I must have wow. felt that somewhere or something. Wow. But, uh, wow. you know. Speaking of living near Stooge-related things, I live a half an hour from the Stoogeum. Have you ever been there? No. Do you know no. about it? No. Oh my gosh, Tom, you have to go online um, and look, up, look this up. One of Larry's relatives started yeah. a museum called the Stoogeum, and uh -huh. it's got all the relics and memorabilia you could ever imagine seeing that's Stooge-related. A lot of ripped out hair and things yeah, like right. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great trip. Uh, oh, they're only open cool. like maybe at once a week or something, but of course now they're, they're not. Yeah. But you need to look it up. You'll be and because and now because of COVID nineteen, when you when you walk in, they go spread out. Ah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> see, see, that's a that's a Tom Bergeron moment there. That's mis that's spontaneous mm -hmm. and loose, which is what I think people love. That's what I love and when we get to work together. Mildly amusing. So that's not very. That's yeah, not really funny. No, no. But but. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But how do you, but seriously, I think people would love to know, people that are interested in getting into this arena, what we do for a living, entertainment, how do you deal with, um, you know, everybody has their things, but how do you deal with nerves and like for live TV, especially Dancing with the Stars, you, I mean, my favorite bits of Dancing with the Stars, and I know I've sent you little messages, yeah. but some of the little things that I don't think people catch as you're going out or coming in, <laughs> best. But how do you stay calm and relaxed in that way? Well, I think how you label energy is important. What I've told, like some of the, the celebs who on the first show are at their most nervous before they go out. I said, if you think of it as nerves, that's a negative. If you think mm -hmm. of it as excitement, it's the same kind of feel. But it's, right. it's, a, it's a more positive spin. Then it becomes, in, instead of becoming a deterrent, it becomes fuel. Mm. So You're that's, right. that's, you know, same energy, just how you approach it. But, you know, I, when I go out on, the, uh, on stage at dancing, it, a live show with, I think we have like an eight second delay in case Bruno goes. All right. Um, but I really, I, I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I'm listening to everything. Yeah, um, yeah I get excited about it. Do you, you employ, do you, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jane. I was just going to add, you employ meditation as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing TM meditation for, God, 39 years. And, sorry, what's, uh, TM, what's TM meditation? That's, it's, it's, the Beatles made it uh, famous with the Maharishi back in the 60s. Oh, okay. You know, you just used a, a Sanskrit mantra oh. as your focal point. But I think they would argue this point, I think. Uh, but meditation is meditation. You know, it's like Coke and Pepsi. I mean, whether you, you're focusing on your breath or uh, a word or uh, you know, a mantra or whatever, it's that repetition, building that mental muscle to stay mm. in the present moment, to be here now, you know, right. instead of frittering around, uh, worrying about things that happened or might happen. Yada, yada. Then you're I like Coke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come out of it writing really amazing songs, too. Uh, pardon? You come out of it 
writing really amazing songs. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's yeah. right, that's true. Yeah. 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 Although McCartney doesn't return my calls, so. <laughs> <laughs> so are you? Uh, are you? How are you guys dealing with uh, Dancing with the Stars? I think people I don't, are probably you know, curious. Uh, uh, it's it's fascinating because the network just announced that they picked it up for another season. Yeah. And so I texted the executive producer. I said, you know, so I'm reading Aaron actually texted me to tell me I hadn't heard anything about it. So I, I went online and read, oh, apparently we got picked up. But I, I texted uh, our executive <laughs> producer and he said, we're not really sure how we're going to do it yet. Right, um, right. And, and, you know, that's a real concern. Dancing with the Stars requires contact. Sweat, sweaty people making contact. Yeah, yeah right. And yeah. lots of hugs and tears yeah. and all that. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, thinking of doing it without an audience is kind of a bummer. I know, you know, sports teams are facing that possibility as well. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know when it's coming back or how it's coming back. Just that, according to the network, it is coming back. Yeah. You reminded me of, um, I saw WWE like two weeks ago, and they're still doing shows, but in empty arenas. Yeah. And it's really odd because you kind of just hear the, oh, ow. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They ought to have a cricket sound effect just in the background, you know. Right. <laughs> old, old tumbleweed rolling by. <laughs> it's almost like the Three Stooges in a way. It's like, come over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. My career's come full circle. Yeah. yeah, nice. So, are you uh, are you working on anything from home? Are you like creating from home? I know you just like to be. Well, I know you like to relax, but I think you're you like to do things, right? And keep busy. Well, uh, yeah, we just did. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown and I just co-hosted a fundraiser for the Motion Picture Television Fund, and we did oh, that. Wow. We we went to a studio and stayed socially distanced, you know, and all that, but had inserts from you know, George Clooney and and, uh, and and Hugh Jackman and Brian Cranston. Oh, wow. So a whole, uh, Cheryl Crow, I mean, a whole bunch of people. Uh, right. And I just did, oh, the Cheryl Crow thing actually was, I uh, we did a reboot of Hollywood Squares for a fundraiser for the New York Restoration Project, which is a, a pet uh, charity of Bette Midler. And oh, wow. she, she reached oh, out. Who's to that? Me. Sorry. Oh, that's my granddaughter walking behind me. Little Alva. Granddaughter. Okay. Granddaughter. Yeah, that's my oh, daughter's dog. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Sorry. She's she's camera shy, apparently. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so Whoopi did it and Robert De Niro, Billy Crystal. Oh, wow. Matthew Broderick. Wow. Uh, Sorry, I missed it. When's it coming? Or you did well, it? Was, it was sort of, it was streamed online like all of this. I missed it. Uh, for oh, that man. fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have nice. a quick question from two cousins. Ben and Jackson, uh, if you don't mind answering. No. Um, it goes back to the AFB days, and uh, they ask, was there ever, were there ever videos that were just too violent or painful to see that you avoided putting on the air? <laughs> you know, I can think of only one time, and, and that's pretty amazing given that I, I did that for 15 years, but there was only one video that I remember going to the producer of Indabona and saying, I don't think we should air that one. It was two little kids and, you know, like little brothers or whatever, kind of like you guys, only much younger. And one pushed the other one out of the frame and, and there was a little carpeted staircase there. Uh, and I said, eh, you know, it's, it's, that's not what we, you know, you could hear that the kid 
survive. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I just think it's too easy to emulate stuff. And if we're making a big joke out of it, uh, right. it might not be the best thing to do. You know, we have a, we have a caller, actually. Oh. All right. If we could take a call. Uh, sure. Actually, from an old friend of ours, Gene. Uh, hey, Don, can you let uh, our friend Tony on? Tony? Hello? Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci? Oh, it's Dr. Fauci. Oh, well, oh my goodness. I, listen, I'm very busy, so, but I wanted to take the time yeah. to say congratulations to you, Billy. Oh, and yes. Gene, on your vlog cast, much success. Thank you. Say hi to Tom. Anyway, um, I, oh, Tom, is this a Mr. Bergeron? Oh, yes. no. Yeah. Hey, Doc, you can call me Tom. I can call you Tom. That's, cool. yes, That's yes. wonderful. But here's the thing. I, 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 go back, uh, uh, they, I go back with the two of them uh, uh, many years. And I think they might remember back, I think it was the late 80s. Yes, our cousin Angie. They have been. You remember that. But yes. I, I, was, I, was, I had my hands full at that time. And I wanted to take her out to the movies, but I never got the chance. Right. But uh, it, yeah, well, anyway, uh, I think I, you were, Billy, you were headed to New York to. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, at that time. I, but did you want to, did you, did you want to ask Mr. Bergeron anything? Tom? Tom? Uh, Sorry, Tom. Actually, yeah, well, I, you were talking about uh, nerves and how. To about what? Labor. Nerds. No, we nerves. Nervous. Oh, yes. nerves, yes. And. Um, and, and it just, it, it's uh, interesting because before I get up to speak about the current situation and the president has just gone up and I have to either follow him or I have to go up there before him, I say to myself, don't be nervous. Just call this heroic tension. Heroic tension. Uh, that helps. Heroic tension always yeah. helps me, especially yeah. when I hear some of the things I hear that I must. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tony, Tony, I, I, it's a wonderful question. I, I wasn't quite a question, but thank you for calling in. We really appreciate. It. Please call back again. It's great to hear from you. Thank I know you you're busy. Well, and you know, I'm sorry. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, well. Thank you, boys, very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That's all right. Well, thanks for calling. Oh. Oh, oh we lost See. him. That's Somehow we lost him. Yeah, sleep deprivation can make you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't spoken to him in so long, and we see him all the time on the TV yeah. now. Yeah. And then, he, what? Is it possible that was Doctor Fauci Senior? No, it's Tony. Okay. Yeah. No. Sorry, Tom. No, that's all right. I my favorite Doctor Fauci uh, tick is the face palm. <laughs> when, when Trump is yapping and you go, he just goes, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what, how do I flip this? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, now the, frowns, the frowns are hidden by the mask yeah. now. For this, I went to medical school. <laughs> well, I think uh, unless you want to hang out with us as our next guest, come on. I don't know if you're into it, if you want to hang, but it, we would love to have you. Or we can I, say... You know, I don't think I'm I'm going anywhere until July. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm cool. fine. Yeah, you I can stay? hang out. Sure. So, are, 
our next guests are actually friends of ours who we grew up with. Unlike me. We're unlike you. But uh, have become uh, writer-producers for Disney, uh, for Nickelodeon. They created great shows like Kim Possible. Um, they're just uh, amazing. And they've, they started out, you know, hanging out with, oh, wait, I thought they're, well, they're not here yet. What the well, hell? All the more reason for me to stick around then. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> well, what do you want to do? What should we talk about? I have, I have something yes. I found interesting in one of the interviews I saw about you is that you had the one man show and you were doing some live improv where you would take call to the audience for situations, time, place. Right. And it played into what you spoke about when it came to dealing with programs that are live and spontaneous and the unpredictable happens. And it almost seems like you prefer being in that kind of situation versus something just harshly script, strictly scripted and all that. Yeah, or or pre-taped. I mean, one of the reasons uh, I've I've loved working with the Muppets over the years is is it's all you know it's it's always loose. Even if it's even if it's scripted, it, the core of the points you're trying to get to, like in good improv, you have a beginning, middle, and end. But how you weave those things together. Uh, is improvisational and, and wonderful. In some ways, AFE was harder for me to do than the dancing show, only because of the nature of a pre-taped show. And there'd be occasions when, for example, they'd play a video in the studio, and my inclination would be to refer back to it, but we don't know if it's going to be in the final edit. So, so I'd have right. to hold my time. It looks like some guests are showing <laughs> so up. I just, just kind of up. popped in. Yeah. yeah, that's Mark McCorkle. Mark, can you hear us? Mark. I can. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I, you just popped on. Uh, usually, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, it was a virtual waiting room or something. It was. So we was Lee, I feel so rude that I've interrupted. No, don't worry. We were just, <laughs> no. we were just riffing, waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. find that hard to believe. No, no, it's true. Tom wanted to hang out. He actually oh, okay. out while you guys Great. were on. So we were just All hanging right. in. Tom, Where's Bob? Is he going to come? Bob's going to come. He, he'll do it the correct way. You think? <laughs> yeah. I think you did it the correct way. I think you just got, uh, somehow something just allowed you to There was talk of a virtual waiting room and some guy who was going to scrutinize me to make sure. <laughs> That's right, Don. A virtual Don. cavity search. And... I went right past Don. <laughs> yeah, you just completely avoided Don. So, well, this is Mark McCorkle, Tom Bergeron. Tom, hey, nice Mark. to meet you. Mark McCorkle. I, That's nice Gene. Gene, oh, I'm familiar. Nice I'm to meet from, you, Mark. I'm familiar with your work. So, Mark, so Tom... Well. I do have a, which I hope you don't mind, a question no. about Dancing with the Stars, because this family watches it, you know, we since the beginning. Oh, go ahead. Well, here's my question. Gosh, it's a lot of dancing. Do you, do you ever, <laughs> do you, do you ever get to a point where you're like, whew, maybe I ought to switch it up or... And, and do something you just else didn't, you like, just laugh, you just drink it in. You, you laugh. Yeah. So, like one season, do macrame with the stars or something. something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Cooking, with the stars. Yeah. But my my wife and daughter are both dancers, so they love it. But and I love watching it. But I do. There's a point where it's like dancing again, huh? All yeah. right. Well, well, it's working. Yeah. It's working. So you know, Don't sometimes the title for you. Yeah. Sometimes when you you see the Muppets, you know, you go, really? More puppets? Oh, more that's right. that's, they we're doing that, that again. again. We're doing yeah. that again. <laughs> Rainbow Connection? Again? Again. Yeah, really. 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 <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like there was a phase there with the Muppets and it and it was working great where they they did uh that talking head song Wildlife. 
every time they did like a montage of greatest yeah. Muppet moments, it was to that song, Wildlife. And it was like, oh, yeah. That was their highlight? That was the they, highlight of the Muppets for you? Well, they kind of kept doing it for a while. <laughs> Uh-oh, I see. Well, once hey, you what's, have, what's yeah. Muppets now going to be on Disney Plus? What's I, it going to be? Yeah, is it? Well, I, I, I kind of can't tell you exactly what it's going to be, oh, but it's, 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 a, it's an unscripted uh, series. Okay. Um, a loosely, loose kind of series. Uh, it, it's, hmm, yeah, that's what it is. Are you uh, allowed it'll, to it'll say? Be out in, it'll be out in July. Do you guys go out and about and intermingle with real folks? Um, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed. You to can't. Say, you can't that. divulge any of that. I'm afraid not. No, not not especially not to someone like yourself. Because <laughs> I'm a blabbermouth. <laughs> blabbermouth. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do. Oh yeah. wait, Bob, bring Bob in. Yes, please let him pop in. Bob's here. How, how did Bob end up in the waiting room and I did? I don't know. I you no skipped idea. it. There's there, there he Bob. is. Bob, he doesn't look happy. So happy. Bob. Bob, smile. <laughs> you know, our nickname for Bob is the Tower of Glower. <laughs> so, so you uh, know, let me just introduce real quick. Sure. Bob Schooley, Tom Bergeron. Tom hey, Bergeron. Bob, yeah. Bob Schooley. Hang with us. Well, he's we're exciting. outside, but the birds are so loud out there. It's crazy. Uh, we didn't get a chance to introduce who Bob and Mark are to our audience. Bill, do you want to? I thought we were going into a waiting room. We're suddenly see, oh, see, this is where we. It's, it's, you know what? We apologize. We thought. Oh, no. were, we thought you were going into a waiting room as well, Tom. It was. It you was were great. in a waiting room. I was. I got hot towels and some oh, hot water. It was. Wrong. You guys. It was. You guys You did not follow the directions. Wrong. Apparently, uh, Tom I did. I clicked knows on how to do thing. these things. Celebrities know how to do these sorts of things. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so Bob and Mark are uh, close old old friends of ours. Oh, very uh, old. And uh, we uh, we met back in well, let's see, Gene, you knew Mark before I did, but um, middle like middle school. I think I think I was in seventh grade. You were in eighth grade when we first met. Do you remember the moment? I, I do. Know. It was at like a foreign language festival in the gymnasium or something, wasn't it? And you had Bill there doing Professor Gumby from Monty Python. And uh, and so I only knew him as Little Gumby because he was... <laughs> little Gumby. <laughs> little oh, my God. A little wow. young fellow. But, but what, do you, what do you remember? That, well, I don't remember the foreign festival part of it, but I remember I being was, in the gym... Yeah, talking about Monty Python and Mr. Gumby. We were both Mr. imitating Gumby. Mr. Gumby. I don't That's remember it. Mr. Gumby. At you all. were dressed up as him for some reason, and and oh my God! Then the next time, you know, we saw each other at school. But when I knew that Bill was a special case, when I knew he was a real <laughs> specimen, uh, I was filling in for somebody on their paper route, and I was in like a neighborhood I wasn't usually in. It was winter time, and it was kind of a drag. And I see this kid sledding by himself, having a blast. And as the kid comes closer, approaching me, he's got blood cascading down his head. <laughs> and I go a little closer, I go, little Gumpy, are you okay? And he gets close enough, I realize he's painted red fake blood on his head to go sledding. And I'm like, who does that? Like who, I mean, for a normal kid, the joy of sledding is enough. We're gonna, I'm gonna go sledding. <laughs> oh my God. But Bill had to add that extra layer of, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go have fun and I'm gonna freak out <laughs> some like kid a, delivering newspapers. That's like a Tim Burton move or something. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't in the middle, we weren't shooting one of our Super 8 movies or anything? I don't think so, because I think you, you 
we're not there. It's just something I did. It was just something yeah. I like to do. It adds a level. Yeah. He was an imaginary friend. He wasn't alone. So he was entertaining. Imaginary. <laughs> yeah. But we all kind of met in the early, I mean, came together, I'd say. Yeah. I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to jump ahead a little. Jump bit. ahead. Leap ahead, please. To the early 80s at yeah. uh, a, a theme park called Sesame Place. Tom, that's where we all met. We, we happened to have Sesame Place in our hometown, basically. Mm-hmm. And we all worked there in the summer. And yeah. uh, that's where we met. And, and I'm going to jump quickly to, aside from becoming friends, Bob and Mark started, um, decided that they could create training films for Sesame Place, but in a humorous kind of fun way to get through to the employees. So, yeah. um, Gene, do you want to show? We have like a little piece. Oh, dear God. Oh. Forgive, <laughs> us, forgive us. The quality is really, you know, bad. Uh, uh, but And it might be a little re-edited. But this will give you a sense of Bob and Mark, kind of how they approach this in a fun, oh. s- silly way. Oh, my goodness. This is our friend Jeff. <laughs> 30 years later. You know, this is a misconception about janitorial work. While it may not be the best thing since bubblegum, janitorial work at Sesame Place isn't really as bad as that. That's There's McCartney. one other thing you should be prepared for. With all of these kids around, there are occasional small digestive accidents. By covering me. the offending matter with a special absorbent powder, <laughs> the mess can be cleaned up easily. There you go. Wow. That was uh, good. Life at a theme park was pretty pretty wild. Life at a theme park, yeah. But but the fact that they, how old were you guys when you kind of ventured into this? I mean, what, 18 or something? And they allowed you guys yeah. to kind of create this production company and do your thing, right? Well, I did a video as a project for college that was like a um, orientation video and they bought it from me. Um, oh. So I used that money to buy uh, equipment, but it was this really controversial thing at college because you weren't supposed to actually make a profit on your student films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, so they put a they put a rule in after that. But um, a schooly a schooly <laughs> protocol. Yeah. You're not gonna make a dime <laughs> off this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, that's Bob. how we we had. Wow, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that, Bob. It's crazy back then that having a VCR was like this insane thing to own in 1980. Well, do you remember how much videos would cost if you went into a rental store to buy a video? They were over a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now I've got all my movies right in here. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. Well, and I, I will say too, having the video camera to go out and do shoots, no one was paying us. We were just doing the other stuff just for fun, all of us as a group of friends. If you had a camera and a cameraman, people let you do stuff. We interrupted, oh, well. the, we interrupted the Thanksgiving Day parade in Philly one day. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just went, well, well, that's the thing. So, so, so like it became this troupe that would go around with, you know, in the back of our minds, I think we were thinking, you know, maybe we could get this on a cable station somehow and, sure. and we could turn this into something. But it's true. Whoever we approached would, would buy into it. And Mark was such a... Uh, a great host. He played the host. We gave him a name, right? You were Skip Johnson. Skip Johnson. And let's, Gene, you got that? Oh, dear. Yeah, also, too, though, we've got um, Bob's dad was a floor manager at the local uh, NBC or CBS? Uh, CBS. CBS, then. 
So we got we got uh, badges to walk freely along the Thanksgiving Day Parade and all that. But this is oh, uh, right. some things we would try to put together. So just some quick examples of Mark on the prowl. Oh, man. And just winging it. He My name is Skip Johnson. I'm from Landscope. I was wondering, do you live here in this town? Yeah. Do you have any complaints? Anything you'd change about the town? No. Is it a good time on the weekend? Saturday night, you go out with the boys? Yep. Uh, do you have arms? Yeah. Okay, well, we just... We don't see him. Have a good day, Vinny. Take it easy, buddy. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, another, another case of a child posing as an armless individual. <laughs> My name is Skip Johnson. I'm from Lansco. From your one-day visit, what do you think? Um, I like it a lot. I've been here before. So I go to Princeton. And you come back again. And come back. It's a lot of fun. You go to Princeton? Yeah. Oh, what's your major there? Comparative literature. Comparative literature. Well, I go to George Washington University. Literature. Ooh. Ooh. I guess we're talking to pretty smart people now. But thanks very much for your time. You're both awfully pretty, and uh, I have two guys over here that are a little bit shy, and uh, <laughs> they kind of like to go out to dinner tonight. And they'd like to go with you two. What do you think? We're going back to Princeton. Oh. <laughs> no, I just sort of These guys are nice guys. Come here, Guido. Oh. This, is, this is our sound man. He's, he's a really nice guy. Hi. You look like a nice guy, but like... Thanks. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> smooth, smooth, right? Smooth, yeah. really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> but, but people, were, people, people were excited to see someone with a camera. Like, oh, yeah. sure. yes, yes, yeah. and 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 not all of them. And we were trying to build things, so not all of them were that kind of. They would fall apart. There was there was actually structure and and a plan, right? We there were other uh, more. Uh, we, you know, go to different towns stuff. and some scripted stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, went, we, did, anyway. we walked through. We went through the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade right through the barriers. Mark was marching with the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles cheerleaders, learning how yeah. to do cheers. Who were, I believe at the at time, I believe they were the Liberty Bells. The Liberty yeah, Bells. That's they right. Still are, are, they? <laughs> are they? I don't know. But they taught you a cheer and everything. They did. They taught me a cheer. I don't recall it. But. You know, I want to, besides this stuff, I guess I, I've always been curious. I don't think I've ever asked you guys. When was it, when was the moment when you realized that you wanted to be a writing team and that you could work, when it felt right and you went, you know what, this makes sense. We should do this somehow. We should do this together. Is there a moment or did I think it just? It was just out of, because we started doing this improv stuff and then more scripted stuff for the park. I think it was just writing that scripted stuff. We realized we had similar sensibility. Um, hmm. Definitely doing the stuff for the park first. And then- So that early, you, you guys kind of knew. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. I think we clicked. We clicked as a writing team. This cat is we, haven't, we still haven't mentioned to the viewers what you guys do. <laughs> oh, I did. Just I did. This. Oh, we I did? did I miss this this is it. No, but I, I robbed the, I robbed the local stagecoach, and, and uh, Bob strokes a cat as he plots to world domination. Uh, no, we 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 work in animation. We we're produ writer producers in animation. We created for, Kim, po Kim Possible for Disney. Uh, we we were at Disney for many years, and then went to Nickelodeon for a chunk of time. And now we're back at Disney. But you did uh, things like Hercules series, right? Yeah. Uh, Aladdin. Uh, 
Aladdin. Looking at these with Robin Williams was fun. That was a Penguins of Madagascar. Penguins of Madagascar over at Nickelodeon. Yeah. Monsters vs. Aliens, right? Yeah. 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 Big Hero now, 6 is the current one. Big, right? big Hero 6 is what we're doing now. We wrote oh, nice. some movies too. We did Sky High and uh, Hotel for Dogs. And a bunch that. Uh, so what's the process? How do you guys work? Do you write separately and then come together, or do you back around? Very separately. Yeah, very separately. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I think in the story phase, the earliest phase, it's it's good to be together and bounce ideas around. When it's time to put stuff on paper, we we tend to work separately and then swap. Right. Um, hey Tom, do you write? Do you, do you write? You know, like I know when I uh, that pilot that you had done. A little while back, I was hoping was going to. Were you part of the writing of that, or do you? No, no, I didn't. No, right. that was that was all. You talk about that, the messenger where I played. The, yeah, uh, the messenger of death. That was great. Departure <laughs> from being the cheery video guy. Um, yeah. yeah, no, Ben Shelton was the writer director on that. Uh, all right, but do you write? You're so funny. I did. I, mean, I did you... a. I did a book uh, a while ago that's holding up some of the finest windows in America right now called uh, I'm hosting as fast as I can. <laughs> that, that came out about 10 years ago. But uh, that's how I know about beyond your that, meditation. Pardon? pardon? I was just saying that's how I knew about your meditation. So, yeah, that, that right. book actually was really about meditation. I just used sort of career anecdotes as sort of a, a bait and switch, but really it, oh. it was more about meditation than anything else. Because I, I, I have to say, like, I, I enjoy having someone to bounce off of when I'm writing something. You know, it's you can play out scenes. You know, I think it must be harder to just imagine all these characters when you're on your own in a way. And it, I mean, it's fun, but I think there's something about having someone to, to play off of. Is that like the Alan work? Brady, you know, the, the author <laughs> yeah. with Rob and Sally and Bunny <laughs> right. would be in there. That was the, right. the gold standard, I think. For, <laughs> yeah. For anybody. Always good to have someone tell you if it's no good. Or, <laughs> are you guys, uh, who's harder uh, on, on the partner in terms of writing? Are, are you, are you easy on each other or do you, uh, one more critical than the other? It, I think it tends to be not about the other person, but about the work. Okay. Yeah. That's I don't so, anything, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, will, I will, you know, my philosophy about writing teams is there's always a Bert and an Ernie. <laughs> and you, once you look at through that filter, when you meet a writing team, you'll instantly go, oh my God, I see exactly. Oh, the only thing that's mm. happened over the years, I think as we've gotten older, I've gotten a little more Bert in me at times, so poor Bob has to force some Ernie out of him. Because you need the balance. <laughs> you need somebody well, who's relentlessly upbeat going, no, no, this is going to be great. And you need someone yes. going, you and I would say that, we're completely screwed here. At this I would say at, at this time in your life, it's a little bit more like Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. Who's the upbeat one in So you never came to fisticuffs or anything like that? No, no. Because it, it's always about making it the, the work better. Mm -hmm. um, well, know. do you ever consider doing working on projects, solo projects? Or is it always, do you need each other to? It, it hasn't come, really come up yet, but I don't know. We've Maybe been Bob... lucky that we've never been unemployed for... 30 years so there's mm. never been i mean this is the longest stretch where we're not sort of churning something out every day um, would would one of you get upset like the the classic story of laurel and hardy when hardy went off and did another movie and and stan oh right really never forgave him um yeah. would would you be uh put out if your partner suddenly said oh by the way i'm doing this on my own 
I bet at an earlier phase in our career uh, that might have caused some friction, but now it's like, oh, somebody else gets to do it? All right. <laughs> How about you, Bob? I, I think we, we've just gotten so used to being a team and we've seen, we've been in the business long enough to see teams break up over stupid sure. things. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I over the years, I think the teams that we saw break up and just sort of follow up Bob's point about steady employment over all these decades, the teams that broke up it tended to be times got lean, and when money was tight, you know, two birds. Two birds. Yeah. Oh, two yeah. Birds. Can, you, can, you, can, can you each can you each tell me what you think the funniest bit or line that each of you has written that you remember? Each. Um, Mm. Will you work with me? <laughs> My favorite line, and I don't know who wrote it actually, whether it was me or you, was in Sky High when it was, if life were about to get fair, I doubt it would happen in high school. And I think that's <laughs> I think, I think that's a I think that's a Bob line. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, right. <laughs> this is like a Lennon McCartney thing. You you get confused about who wrote what after a while. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my memory now, I've just cleaned it as part of uh, Stay Home, cleaned our garage and found a bunch of old scripts and stuff. And Man, so some of the stuff he's put on Twitter, they're fantastic, these blasts from the past. Uh, but stuff I had forgotten about that we had worked on even, all these, you know. Anything we, you feel like you'd want to revamp or bring, uh, or things like the one to work on again? Yeah, I mean, we have plenty of movie things that sort of got to a point and then stopped. Um, yeah. That one Would you put Tom in it? <laughs> sure. Would you put Tom in it if he Tom, were interested? If he's ready, let's do hey, it. I'm not doing Ooh, anything right. else. <laughs> Our best movie story was when we sold a movie to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito was going to direct it. And then he decided to run for governor instead. I was out uh, to dinner with Gene, actually, when we found out. That's we, right. I was in Philadelphia. You were visiting back east, yeah. I was visiting yeah. back east, and Mark called and said, on Jay Leno, and he just announced he's running for governor. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to have a project fall apart. The you, might wanna, you might want to revisit it. I'm sure he's not going to do any <laughs> yeah. more Terminator movies. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and you you guys employed both Billy and me at different times. You uh, you brought me on to write a script for um, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, back then or something? Yeah, Bonkers. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And then, and then you guys moved on a different position or something, and that fell apart. But I went as far as like the first draft, and draft. you hired Billy to do voices on Kim Possible. Yeah. 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 That was fun. What's it, Jackie? Some Jackie the Jackal, right? I think Jackie the Jackal. Yeah, and, and there's then, something. There's yeah, something? then uh, a Jersey mechanic henchman. Yeah, to, uh, yeah John yeah. DiMaggio. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it a favorite project of yours that you've worked on? Something you'd, you would have loved to do? I think Kim Possible. Yeah, since we actually created it, and you know, created it. Yeah. So what? Uh, but the live action thing, right? Is that you guys? Were you involved in that? Is there, isn't there a live action? Yeah, they did a Disney Channel movie. Uh, we did some work on it and gave them, you know, our thoughts and guidance. Right, right. I didn't see it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, the animated, the the animated show, we're still 
I mean, we're lucky it was actually produced in HD, so it still holds up when they stick it on Disney Plus. Oh, um, right. I'm amazed. It was good. It. A lot of good characters, and it's it a lot really of good show. I mean, Ricardo Montalban. It was fun. Was fantastic. The oh my god! Wow. Come yeah, that, on! Yeah. Oh, it, it was. It was so great. He was, the line I was, always repeat from that session was there was some line with mouse in it and he goes to the voice director is it mouse or mouse oh. <laughs> I, I would go with mouse, mouse. <laughs> take five take five minutes to say it was it. Good. <laughs> but him and uh when we did uh hercules robert stack was the narrator oh. Oh, oh wow that guy was such a living legend and that was what's fun once we in our career got to be showrunners we could cast or have a say in casting mm. um uh, we had uh, also uh, oh shoot Why, well, I, Robin I feel terrible that, i feel terrible that i can't think of his name at the moment because i'm just gonna say his character he, yeah the guy who played mannix he oh, would drive. Uh, oh, Mike Connors. Mike, Mike Connors. Connors. Mike, Connors. Mike Connors would drive down from Big Bear just for one of our stupid voice sessions, and it was so oh great to gosh. meet him. And wow. uh, he had a voice like, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, I think that's what we had like uh, Tim Conway and Harvey Corman together doing something. We had Murph wow. Griffin. As a uh, Griffin, it's so amazing. Oh, like, was great. do you when we when you think back, like when you were a kid, do you think like, for example, Tom, do you think you would ever have met and become friends with Dick Van Dyke? and Carl no. Reiner. No, and, you know, not at all. The fact that, that we actually live out these dreams of meeting people that we just, you know, how would you ever think? I got a, gonna... a quick story because you mentioned Harvey and, and Tim Conway. So we're doing Hollywood Squares and, and Harvey and Tim and Carol Burnett are all on the show. And they we shot Hollywood Squares on the same stage where they did the Carol Burnett show. So during lunch, because we do three shows, break for lunch, then do the Thursday, Friday shows. So I'm sitting, just four of us, me, Carol Burnett, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway. And I, I'm, I, I'm in heaven. So I said to Carol, uh, I said, you know, there was that half season after Harvey, after you left, where Dick Van Dyke actually came on the show. And he didn't, he didn't stick around very long. She said, no, we had done a show on Broadway and, you know, we're friends, but it, it just didn't work. And Harvey goes, you needed a Jew. <laughs> Tom, Tom, do you know what? Oh, For man. some reason, I have in my memory you impersonating Dick Van Dyke doing something for Mary Poppins. Did you do something like that? Well, I did. I uh, hosted a uh, a fundraiser for Dick's um, uh, arts uh, program. And he, he sang with the, the Vantastics, his a cappella group. Uh, we all sang Let's Go Fly a Kite Together, which was oh, amazing. Okay. Oh, wow. But oh, one man. time when I was visiting Carl, uh, I did a, a, a Van Dyke pose, sort of a, a, I don't know if I can do it right now, but, uh, and Dick and I actually did dueling Stan Laurels at lunch. Uh, oh, man. Stan Laurels, yeah. I've got that on my Facebook page so. Did you see Stan and Ollie? Yes. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Did yeah, you like I it? did too. I thought Steve Coogan particularly was, uh, was great. Because I'm so used to seeing him as uh, Alan Partridge. And, right, right. And he pulled off a wonderful Stan Laurel, I thought. And Bob, how long did you run with the Fantastics? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was there almost the whole time. <laughs> 
We did work with Jerry Orbach once, speaking of Fantastics. Oh, God, oh yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. How, about, how about your Robin Williams uh, project? Can you tell us about working with him? Yeah, that was fun because it was um, the Aladdin direct-to-video sequel when Robin sort of patched things up with Disney, came back to do it. So we spent a week in San Francisco with him. Um, and it was kind of painful because you had to laugh all day long. <laughs> five days and he needs an audience and he had us and, you know. Um, and, and, and by the way, it's not like had to laugh as in, we were, it's not like we were forcing you did. to laugh. Yeah. He's brilliantly funny. But at the end of the day, you go back to the hotel and go, wait, there are these muscles here that I had no idea that they were there, that laughing exercises it's it was like, you guys know, you know when we lived in philadelphia we went to go see him i think he played at princeton or princeton yeah part of theater mm -hmm. and then to be sitting as his like only audience and he was great he didn't know who we were yeah but uh, took, took our suggestions course, and, you know riffing and off at lunch him. ate with everybody it wasn't like he you know had to go off somewhere separate you, or whatever. You mentioned uh, when he made up with Disney, that was over Aladdin and his compensation yeah. for the genie. I understand Disney gave him, what was it, like a Picasso? Picasso. Picasso. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, as I recall, Joe Roth patched it up when he, yeah. you know, uh, took over uh, the film yeah. studio. Wow. Wow. But um, yeah, oh. that, was a, that was a bit Is of a Is there anything you guys want to mention before we're going to have to start wrapping it up in a minute or so? Any projects or things like that? How, how you yeah, Anything you want to say about me, maybe, about my hair or anything, how, how I look? Tonight? I already yeah. said everything about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bill, I do, something, I do something about that pink curtain behind you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's all like I Like, just, just remove it, basically? Yeah. yeah. Just remove it. Yeah. Okay. And well, Tom, I'm going to prove my away from you. passion to you. Uh, when we get off, Billy's going to forward you some images because uh, I write and illustrate children's books and 10 times now, the Three Stooges have made background cameos in my book. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Oh, I can't. oh, I'd love to see those. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I was going to be forwarding you images, Tom. I, this is the first time I've heard of it. You're going to be forwarding images. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for um, talking with us, guys. Tom, it's great to have you come on board as a co-host. We'll, oh, thanks. We'll yeah. I'm sorry, oh, thank you. I'm, no, no was, I'm, I'm so, so happy nice you stayed. You. I'm so happy you stayed. It, it's really great to have our yeah. friends here, and, yeah. and uh, this was cool. What a great fun show! I really appreciate it. We yeah, we we're awesome. really grateful. Thank you. I'm going to go back into the green room because I left some <laughs> of my bottled water. <coughs> yes, and don't, for, yeah. don't forget. There's the uh, there's the cookies and the yep. brownies and yeah. uh, the the little champagne, the small. And champagne. by the way, the socially distanced massage therapist did a wonderful job. Oh, yeah. It's more oh, like yeah, Reiki, isn't I it? So. Yeah, like Reiki. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. It is. And so you guys, you guys didn't get that, huh? That didn't. No, Bob and Mark, no. you, didn't we just got plunged right in. Oh, what a shame. Oh, Bob, well, Bob, you want to say anything about the guide, the guide dogs? Is there anything that you can? Uh, well, we raise guide dogs for Guide Dogs of America out here. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, I think they're sort of on hold because the blind people come there to uh, get trained on them, so they can't do that. So, but they're all Bob, the Bob, 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 sorry, that that's a cat. Holding <laughs> a cat, Bob. Yes. <laughs> that's why business hasn't been so good. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark. He doesn't know it's a cat. Well, he has he has good I days do. and bad days. <laughs> All right. Just All right. play along. Okay. Yeah. Thank you again. Well, this was great, you guys. Tom, Thank what an you. honor to meet what? you. This is exciting. A pleasure. Same here. Same here. Thanks so much. I really and, enjoyed and it. it. 
this is how we contact, this is how we say goodbye. We contact our engineer in the old-fashioned Jack Benny way. Oh, Don. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.